Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling a solo. And man, is it a lot going on in the world of sports. Cam Newton making racist, not racist, sexist remarks. They're just as bad. One is no better than the other. Cam Newton making sexist remarks. The Miami Dolphin coach snorting what appeared to be a white powdery substance. And I'm sure it wasn't Johnson & Johnson he was putting up his nose. But it was a white powdery substance. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, and Ben Roethlisberger has said he's, a, he's up here making $21 million a year. And he's saying, maybe I just don't have it anymore. I, I may just don't have it anymore. Well, Ben, let me tell you something, man. When you're making 20-something million dollars a year, you can't say things like that. You know, you can still, because guess what? Uh, Jay Cutler is, is making like $10 million a year, and he's made that kind of money for I don't know how many years. But Jay Cutler's making $10 million a year, and you will never, never hear him say, I just don't think I have it anymore. Well, Ben Roethlisberger we just want you to know that you're making $18.2 million this year, the highest paid player on that team, and you cannot come out and say, I don't think I have it anymore. Well, when the Jaguars beat you in Pittsburgh, and the Jaguars only throw, uh, I think it was, he completed eight or 14 passes, uh, it's not. It's not just you, um, Ben Roethlisberger. Your defense is having some serious problems too. But let's get back to this eighteen point two million dollars that you're drawing off of, and you and you're telling us you don't think you have it anymore. That's a serious problem for me, ladies and gentlemen, because we look for you. You just don't hear quarterbacks saying that. And I've played with some prolific quarterbacks in my life. And, I, and I, 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 Jim Kelly is one that comes to mind. And Jim Kelly was a leader from the day I got to college until to the day when I see him at University of Miami football game. People still flock around him because he has that kind of leadership qualities. Bernie Kosar, another one. Vinny Tessaverde, another one. These are quarterbacks that led these teams, man. I mean, it just there's no doubt about it. But I just can't I, I just couldn't imagine Vinny Testaverde saying something like that, that he just he don't think he has it anymore. And I know Jim Kelly would never utter those words. A man that's beat cancer. No, he definitely would not be uttering those kind of words that he just don't think he has it anymore. But let's get back to Cam Newton. Because this sap has really got on my nerves. And I've been a fan of Cam Newton for, for a while. I mean, I have really been, um, 
I, I've been a fan of, of, of Cam Newton since he entered the league, since he won the Heisman Trophy, since he won the National Championship at Auburn. I, I, I even admired him when he was at the University of Florida for a little while. And then when he went on to a junior college, I even followed him, and he won a championship in a junior college. And when he went to Auburn, I was still backing this guy and checking him out. But as of lately, in the last three years, since he was the MVP of the league, this guy's, you know, now he seems to be a, a spokesperson for fashion. Um, now he has to dye the, dye the beard. And, and I don't have any problem with people doing things different. It's nothing wrong with that. But when you have a job like football, you really, really, really have to be in tune to this game. Ain't nothing wrong with looking sharp and dressing well and having a lot of friends and having a lot of girlfriends or women or whatever you want. Nice cars if you want that. But you really have to pay attention to your craft. And, and 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 don't get me wrong. I think Cam Newton is doing an awesome job this year. You know, his team beat beat the Super Bowl champions last year. Last year, um, they've only lost one game this season. I think Cam Newton has his team in a really really good position, and and it looks without Greg Olson. You know, Greg Olson didn't play this week. He got hurt last week. I know he got hurt two weeks ago. This is their second game without him. They won both of them. I think Cam Newton is really uh, a dynamic player, but he's just doing some things now that I just don't think are good for him. Um, and this, this this latest thing that he did, he he says um, he says um, he laughs in a news conference, and then he says, "I just find it funny for a woman to be asking about routes. That's just funny to me. A woman asking about routes, routes." Well, let me tell you something, Cam. My freshman year in college, a woman named, a, a female reporter was in our locker room. And if come to find out, it was two female reporters in our locker room. And I had never experienced anything like this. I had never even really had people in my locker room coming out of high school. Well, in college, come to find out, they're actually women in the locker room. And these women are in the locker room getting stories, just like male reporters are in the locker room getting stories. And guys are walking around naked. Some guys will have a little courtesy and put a towel on. But there's some guys just walking around butt naked because this is the locker room. Well, I found that to be really, really shocking. But trust me, by the time I was a senior, that was just another part of of playing football and being a part of a team is that a woman woman could possibly be in your locker room. It didn't matter what state you were in. But in the days in the days we live in today, in 2017, we got women driving cranes. We got women um, driving 18 wheelers. We got women refereeing basketball, baseball. Not, I haven't seen any in baseball, basketball and football. We 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 have women literally running for president. We have women doing everything that we see men doing literally now, except maybe playing football. So um, I think Cam Newton is just way, way, way off base on this. And I really think that if the lady, um, Jordan Rodrigue, if she had switched that question up on Cam just a little bit, I mean, she could have easily switched it up. You know, when he starts saying... <laughs> I just find it funny a woman asking about routes. 
if she had asked him, well, Cam, how does it feel being one of only three starting, I mean, being one of only four starting black quarterbacks in the league? Hey, Cam, can you imagine how it must have felt when you were born when there were no black quarterbacks in the league? How does it feel being one of only four black quarterbacks in the league? <laughs> yeah, Cam. I'm so, no, excuse me, Cam. It's just kind of funny seeing a black man up there at the podium answering questions, and he's the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. My goodness, Cam. Can you believe that? You're the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Cam, do you believe it in 1970? I don't even think it was a quarterback in the whole state. Rather be high school, college, or pro- well, we didn't have pro team in the '70s, Cam. So I don't even think we had a black quarterback in the state of, in the state of Carolina, South Carolina, or North Carolina. So how does it make you feel to see yourself coming so far? And if she had left, I think it would have really, really offended him. And and it wouldn't be surprising if someone does something like that just off kilter to him this year. How does it make you feel to be a black quarterback in this league when it wasn't, when it, many, not very long ago, there were no black quarterbacks? And not only did this, this, um, these sexist comments that Cam Newton made to Miss Rodrigue make him look like a person that was not very smart or not very up to date or someone that's stuck in the 70s or the 60s. It also hurt him in his pocket. You know, um, Cam Newton is a big, um, he's, a, he's, he's one of the big sponsors, not sponsors, but um, his face is all over these Dannon uh, yogurt commercials. So Dannon actually said, hey, we will no longer have Cam Newton as our sponsor. So that $1 million a year that Cam Newton made off the field has is is gone, you know, and well, Danny will still have to pay him his one million dollar for the contract, but they will not use him anymore as the face of Dan and Yogurt. Well, they've got the new guy, and you just gotta wonder how long is this gonna last. They've gotten Dakota Prescott as their new spokesperson spokesman. Dan and Yogurt has dropped Cam Newton and picked up Dakota Prescott. Now let's go into this story just a little bit because Jerry Jones just came out and said anybody that does not stand for the national anthem will be fired from his team. They will not be able to play that game if they stand if they don't stand for the national anthem. Well I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now that um, my man, Dakota Prescott, will not be one of those guys standing, or will not be one of those people that will not stand for the National Anthem. I can guarantee you that. There's no question about it. I, will, I bet the house on, on, um, on Dakota Prescott standing for the, for the National Anthem. And someone was saying, well, how do you know that, Daryl? Why are you so certain about that, Daryl? Well, I'll tell you. And, 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 and Dakota Prescott having a mama that was white, his mom being white, has nothing to do with this, um, w- with him not standing for the, um, for the national anthem. 
because and I, and I say this because most of the guys that we see kneeling for the national anthem are African American. There are some white people, some white um, football players, NFL players that are not standing for the national anthem. But most of these people we see are African American. But let's get back to what we were talking about now. And why Dakota Prescott will be standing for the national anthem. And Dakota Prescott just got the contract with Danny Yogurt, Cam Newton's old contract. He might not get, matter of fact, he probably will get the same amount of money that Cam Newton is making from, that Cam Newton made with Danny Yogurt. Dakota Prescott is probably going to get that same $1 million a year contract. Well, the reason Dakota Prescott will not be leaving that post, will not be will be standing for the national anthem because the highest paid quarterback in the league is Joe Flacco. All right, no, well, the highest paid quarterback in the league actually is Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford just signed a, a um $135 million contract. All right, he's he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. Well, Dakota Prescott this season will make $450,000. Carson Palmer will make $24,125,000. Kirk Cousins will make $23,943,000. Matt Ryan, $23,750,000. Well, let me take that back. Matthew Stafford falls in there at $22 million. Aaron Rodgers at $20 million. Cam Newton, $20 million. Phillip Rivers, $20 million. Eli, Eli Manning, $19.7 million. Andrew Luck, $19.4. Drew Brees, $19 million. Russell Wilson, $18.8 million. Ben Roethlisberger, 18.2. Well, Sam Braffer, 18 million. Alex Smith, 16.9 million. And Dakota Prescott will make more money from his Dannon yoga commercial this year than he will make in the entire NFL season this season. He's making $450,000. He will definitely be standing for the national anthem. Without question. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on? How you doing, Mr. Oliver? Man, I'm loving this life I got, man. I mean, loving every second of it. We're up here talking about Cam Newton making these comments about, um, <laughs> I just find it funny. A, a woman talking about routes. A, a, a woman talking about routes. That's just funny to me. You know, I think that's really sexist, Vince, because, you know, it, it, that's almost like uh, him saying, I can't believe it's a black doctor in this hospital. Can you believe that? It's a black doctor in this hospital. Or, or him saying something like, man, I didn't know that they were gay police officers. That's just, that's just stupid, man. You just cannot say things like that in the society that we live in. And what's your opinion on Cam Newton making a comment like that to this news to this to this reporter? Like she didn't know how to do her job. It's unbelievable that a woman could be doing her job. I, I thought they blowed it out of proportion mainly because uh, 
you know, he it, after a game like that, then you know, when you have big games like they got and they the quarterbacks and 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 they just the reporter just come and ask you questions and they look, look for you to respond. They wait. That man probably was in another zone, you know, and then the way he said he he didn't admit what he said. He just laughed it off. Really, he thought it was nothing, but they the public made it more than what it is. Uh, the writer herself. He made it more than what it is. But if you need to get out there and play one day and then come out there and then look and see if if um if somebody can come and test up. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Vince. Let me ask you a question, Vince. If that lady had said to him, hey, Cam, it's only four black starting quarterbacks in the NFL, how does it make you feel knowing that it probably should be a whole lot more black quarterbacks in the league but you don't know, care? It's just kind of funny, man, how, how we only have four, y'all. And it should be more. Now, I, 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 and, and I think it's more than four black quarterbacks in the NFL. But, Vince, it wasn't that long ago that we didn't have no black quarterbacks in the NFL. And it wasn't that long ago where we didn't have no female uh, football reporters or reporting on football. Yeah. So I'm saying we, can, we, have to, we, have to, we have to grow with the times that we live in, man. We can't be stuck in the 60s. Like women supposed to be making babies and uh, and they supposed to be in the kitchen and making babies. Now women are running for president. Women are driving big rigs. Women are presidents of universities. Women are doing phenomenal things. Women are astronauts now. And you and I, when we grew up, it was never even you would have never imagined a woman being an astronaut. Yeah. But the, but times yeah. have changed, man. Your opinion on that? Uh-huh. I'll see you. Okay. And then, no, Vince, go ahead. What's I really that now? I really don't have no opinion on it because I, I like Cam Newton. But I, at the same time, you know what I mean? Sometimes they just blow the way out of proportion I thought it was. I believe. I, and sometimes they do blow some things out of proportion. Now, um, now, now Vince, um, you know, uh, the Jaguars... Vince, I want I want to ask something before we got get out of here. We got to take a quick. Hey, Vince, we're gonna take a quick commercial break okay. because you calling us from Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale. You know the Miami Dolphin coach, um, Chris Forster, got caught snorting a white powdery substance on video. He videotaped himself snorting a white powdery substance. And then he sent the video to his girlfriend in Las Vegas. I think she's in Las Vegas. I have to check that out. And then guess what she did, Vince? She sent it to the NFL and, and, and pulled old whistleblower on his behind. Hey, Vince, we're going to be right back out of this message, man. We're going to talk more about Chris Forrester and the Miami Dolphins and the white powdery substance. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. 
Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. Hey, we got we got Vince online calling us for a lot of there. And Vince, you know, what's your opinion on, on this on this um on this Chris Forrester situation, the guy that videotaped himself um, snorting what is, some people are calling it cocaine, some people calling it a white powdery substance. What's your opinion? Uh, first of all, I think he, 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 he was um, doing up the video himself. And being as being a coach in the league and being one of the Dolphin coaches, he got to be some kind of Accountable for them because it's, it's, it's not coming. I, I don't understand. It's just in at the Dolphin Stadium, uh, office, uh, well, facility, period, on campus. And now I wonder why they've been getting beat for 20 years. Oh, you saying you saying the Dolphins have had a problem with this substance for a while, is what you're trying to say? Hey, when, when, believe it or not. I'm from Fort Lauderdale. I'm from Miami. I've been over town. I've been in town, and I I, I don't want to over talk myself, but back then in the seventies when they went undefeated, uh, well I ain't gonna call no names because I like to call all all about. They were filling me with a lot of dope back then. Well, you know, Mercury Mars has hey, he's had some stories now. You know, he's had some stories. But it ain't just Mercury. I'm talking about, well, we don't put it out there. I'm talking about Kate Zonka, 
Um, I hear you, Vince. I hear you now. I hear you now. All I said was Mercury Mars has a story. Now, Vince, check this out, though. This is what this woman, Kujana, Kujana Najee, posted. She said, the white people mad at me like I forced blow down this man's nose. And like I recorded it on the low. Najee wrote, using the, word, using the word blow as a slang term that typically refers to cocaine. And, and anyway, she goes on to say that, hey, be careful, because it might be some more videos out there that's coming. So I'm just letting you know. And she says that she, she, she did this because of the way people are treating Colin Kaepernick. I'm just letting yeah. you know. She says she released the video because of the way people are treating Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, and I understand. That. I heard a something about that. But, uh, and the way they treating all the black athletes, putting them out there, but they putting the real stuff out there. And that's why she released that, that video. Well, this is a big blow, man. I mean, this is a big, this is, this is big, big. <laughs> Uh, and, and, I'm and glad Vince, it happened well, to the dog. Didn't happen to the University of Miami. Cause that's why I'm glad it didn't. Well, I, 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 let's just hope nothing like that happened down at University of Miami. But uh, Vince, now this man, this man here is a career NFL coach. Um, this guy yeah. has been in the league since like 1994, or something like that. You know, it, 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 and and and. When you look at um, at the at, at his, he has a wife, three kids, you know, and and this is what's yet to come out. You know, his his wife has not said a word. Uh, he's been married to his wife since 1985, but it's been some stories that they've been separated since 2010. He has a 29 year old daughter, a 26 year old son. And it's not they, nobody really knows the age of his of his of his um of his youngest son. His wife works in St. Petersburg at a hospital. So man, this is just a real you know this, this these things. What people don't understand is that when people do these stupid things and crazy things, it don't just affect them. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it's all now that that what Cam New did ain't bigger than this. But no. talking about it. You, you hear me? What Cam Newton did when the he, he ignored the lady for asking questions by route. But look well, how best. big they blown it out of proportion. But look at this. That way you. And they ain't yes, even let me say this. It. Let me it's say this. This just happened today. All right? <laughs> this just happened yep. today. All right, they just they, and basically he just she just released this Sunday afternoon last night, right? So this Good. just happened today. All right, now you give this a little bit more time and see the guys already resigned and admitted it. So you know he admitted it. I'm wrong. I resigned. I'm leaving my job. Now you can guarantee. I guarantee you this. He'll he leave his job. And because this has happened early in this NFL season, like we're in week five of the NFL season, this will not affect him getting a job next year. 
He'll be playing. He'll be working either in college or pros or Canada next year. Do you understand what I'm saying? Next year. And here we got this man on video snorting a white powdery substance. But he'll have a job next year. It, it, you know, Chip Kelly, I use Chip Kelly all the time. Chip Kelly got banned from college football. Where did he go? He went, to the, he went to the pros. The pros fired him after two years. And where is he at now? Sitting in the broadcast booth. Still making yep. about a million dollars a year. You understand what I'm saying? This guy right here, he's going to have a job. He, he'll have a job real soon. And I mean, it, please. It won't be long before he has a job, but I really, I really do feel bad for his family. I, I, I mean, you know, because this guy has young children, man. Now, um, Kujana, Najee, claims she used to date Mr. Forrest. That was she said. You say she used to say she used to date. They had, they had a relationship. Now, hey, we'll see how we'll see how this thing turns out, and. Don't be surprised, Vince, because the lady, the lady now, you know, she got paid from that video right there. Somebody got, somebody paid her, and if they didn't pay her, Vince, you know what they telling her? If you got any more of those videos, make sure you call me first, cause I got a fat check for you. Soon as you give me some more of them videos and he'll start that powder, I got a fat check for you. You understand what I'm saying? So, hey, she probably getting ready to come up with some more video, and it might not just be of him. She may have videos of, of some more people, too. Hey, Vince, man, we got to get out of here, man. We got some more calls on the line. Hey, Vince, don't be a stranger, man. We here every Monday night. I believe she's got more videos. I think she may have more videos. She's making it clear that there may be other videos. So let's just see what happens. Hey, Matt, we got Red on the line? Red, what's going on? What's up, Dale? Thanks for having me. Hey, man, thanks for being on the show, Red. Um, you know, I was, I was really pleased at what I saw from Jameis Winston the other night. I thought he played a pretty good football game. I really did. Now, you know, New England Patriots are no slack. You know, that's always they, 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 they're going to be the elite of our league. But I think Jameis Winston played a pretty darn good game. And I'll tell you this too. If he wasn't throwing that last pass to the end zone, maybe not the second to the last pass, if he wasn't throwing that to a rookie tight end, I think he may have had a chance to score a touchdown on that play. Yeah. Because the tight end yeah, got to go, man. They're not going to let you get It hurts my stomach to even talk about that game. You know what I mean? We all know the story with the kicking woes. I mean, the dude left nine points on the field. We lost by five. You know, the uh, – yes. The 52-yard right before halftime, I maybe kind of can excuse that one. I can give him a pass on that one. But 38 yards and 41 yards and like that, no, man, no, sir. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree totally, man. You know, I, I really do. Um, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in, in that game. And, I, and I'm almost to the point, makes me wonder, um, What's this dog? What's what's this Redskins? What's this um, Buccaneers coaching staff like, man? I'm, I I was I was pretty much in favor of their coaching staff for a minute, but I'm not so sure now, man. Because I see, 
I look like I see things that they're not prepared for. And and their their offense really looks kind of bland. I mean, it's nothing it's nothing sophisticated. And I know I, I know it, we're not gonna compare their offense to say the New England Patriots or even the Kansas City Chiefs. Because the Kansas City Chiefs look like they have a whole lot of moving parts in their offense. But the rest yeah. the, the, but the They run the, the read thing, option, man. They run the read option. So I mean there's another offense. Yeah, I know. And they and they have they use a West Coast offense too. But we vertical though. We vertical. You all are vertical. Right. You're vertical. We're vertical up the field. You're vertical. But we don't see a lot of crossing routes. We don't see a lot of check downs to the running backs. And if you throw it to your tight end, it's always seen to be on the hash marks. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that they got to really open that offense up just a little bit more. Yeah, well, that's more spice to it. I mean, there's always something to be added to the offense. I mean, you know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What you think about Mr. Trubisky making his debut tonight? I, I I think he's in for a long haul. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, he looks so good, so far so good. Game just started. I know, but I'm just saying, man. I, you know, give him, give him, and give the him. Vikings, a- the Vikings messed up my fan duel. I had Case Keenum in there, and they started uh Sam Bradford. Sam night. Bradford, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, that yep. kind of pissed me off. Hey, man, I, I, I feel your pain. I really do, man. I, what you I, think I, about I, Jerry Jones? Uh, them painted himself in this corner. What's gonna happen with that? You know, I was just talking to um to my producer during the during during the commercial break, and uh, he says he hopes he hopes all the Dallas Cowboy fans um all the Dallas Dallas Cowboy players take a knee and let him know that he don't run nothing. But um, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, I heard earlier um you know Dallas Cowboys have a very young team, man. Um, Jason uh, Witten is probably about the to- only. Because of Dez Bryant and, and Dak Prescott and and, 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 and what are your name? Z Kelly and the boys try to take a knee, they ain't been taking no knee. I don't know, I don't keep up with the Cowboys like that, but I know he I mean he gonna bench them guys. She said they were not play if they take a knee. You gonna bench them guys? That's what I said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I ain't encouraging nobody to do nothing. I just want to see what happens. I want to see what happens too, man. And I, and I really think that um, I think I think Jerry Jones is really is is backing himself in the corner. Yeah, he has to be in the corner, man. You know, I mean, I don't know why he even do that. He didn't have to do that. He had to talk to somebody, obviously. He's pulling an old power move. Let you know yeah. who's in charge. The Dolphins you know the Dolphins did the same thing. The Dolphins owner did the same thing, but the coach came out and said it. And he said, if you're not going to stand for the national anthem, um, if you're not going to stand for the national anthem, don't come out of the locker room to the game start. Now, oh, okay. another, another thing that people are not talking about, that Fox came out and said this week, that they will no longer show the national anthem being played on on they television. Did. They didn't show it Sunday. And and until two thousand and nine, they didn't show the national anthem on TV. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you know it, this was never even an issue. You know, so I think TV is probably going to take care of this better than anything. And hey, 
for a long time, players didn't say up until 2009, the athletes didn't come out of the locker room until after the national anthem was played. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't see where this is a this is a a, a real big deal. Yeah, but hey, man, you know, um, where where do the Redskins stand right now? You know, I know you guys lost last week, but what what do you Ooh, what? What, what, well, what, what do you man, see Tampa Bay? Home, man. You know who you talking to? What is it? What are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stand right now? All I right, know, all right. James Winston, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to say he's an elite quarterback, but he's he's playing some good football. He's middle of the pack. He's he middle about, of the pack, right. He's he, 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 he above, he above middle of the pack, actually. You know what I mean? Middle of the pack is 16, 17. He's around. He's around. Uh, he's around twelve or thirteen. Okay, I'll give him thirteen. All right, I'll say that he's around the middle of the pack. But is that good enough, though? I mean, that's that's my question. Is that good enough well, to take take the Buccaneers where they want to go? I give you Trent Dilfer as an example. Game manager. You think? You think? You think? Well, I mean, where you compare those guys? Put them two guys on the scale, Trent Dilfer and James Wilson, at quarterback. Well, you know, Trent Dilfer had Ray Lewis on his team, and Ray Lewis was, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, he, he, he was two people by himself, and he was almost two leaders in the locker room by himself. Too. Well, I mean, uh, as far as the offense goes, he just didn't mess it up. Right, right. He didn't mess it up. But he had he a defense that was almost going to score him a touchdown every game. Yeah, he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't. He didn't do none of that. He was a game manager. So was Brad Johnson. He won a Super Bowl. Took a hell of a defense on both of these accounts that I'm bringing up. Examples that I'm using. You know what I mean? But uh, it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some time. I mean, I think the shortcomings of the defense can be made up on offense. These boys score more points than Trent Dilfer and and and, and Brad Johnson did. You know. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you a question. Um, did did how did you how did you um, feel about Doug Martin and his rushing attack coming back? Doug Martin looked good, man. I hated that they keep, didn't keep giving it to him. I did too. I thought they should have kept giving it to him. Yeah, yeah. They only ran the ball yeah. ten times in the second half, man. That was and, that was. That was and he had the freshest legs on the field. No mm-hmm. one on the field had fresher legs than yeah, him, man. Yeah, other guys getting more carries than him. I didn't understand that. I don't know what happened. I ain't got to the bottom of it. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand, but they should have kept feeding the man. I, I think they really should have kept giving him the ball, man. I mean, you know, 13 rushes, 74 yards. He had a good game, but that's just that's just not enough touches for him, especially no, in his first game touches. back. I How thought he should have really had, had 18, 20, 20 touches would have been fine for me. How many you know? did he have? He had 13 rushes for 74 yards, one TD. Longest yeah, run was 17 like yards. 20. Yeah, he should have had like 18, 20, like you said. 18, 18, 20, 18, 20 rushes would have been, been perfect for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was surprised that he didn't touch the ball more. Yeah. I like what I talk about defense with what we had. Both linebackers out. Got a safety out. They played good. Yeah, but defense could be aggressive. The coach had them playing back. You know what I mean? They, they they didn't play nothing exotic. That's why he picked them apart the way he did. He didn't throw to nobody but uh, 
whoever had a linebacker on, basically. He threw the ball down the field, I think, a couple times. Everything else was to the slot guy who had a linebacker on him, running back who had a linebacker on him, you know? And he just took turns doing that. The tight end got no Gronkowski didn't play that game. The tight end got no catches. None. No. No catches. Not one. But when you look at this, though, Tom Brady threw the ball to five receivers. Right? Check down. We turned him into check down. Charlie, they had that pressure on him, man. They only got two sacks, but boy, they hit him all night. I enjoyed watching that. Jameis Winston almost made me throw up when that man was kicking and missing them kicks, man. I had to go to the bathroom and throw up. (laughs) Jameis Winston threw the eight receivers. Eight Mm -hmm. different receivers. And only one of those receivers went over 100 yards, Deshaun Jackson. I was very happy to see him. He almost had, I I really say he had a breakout game. That was his breakout game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. You know, and in some kind of way, the Buccaneers have got to find a way to get this cat the ball a little bit more. I mean, he's that guy that maybe you need to fake the speed, the uh, the uh, the speed sweep to, and do some different things, move him around a whole lot more, because he has to be a a, a something. Because um, Mike Evans can't have five catches for forty nine yards. I mean, it, no. that, that's just, you can't win. When your pro bowler has five catches for 49 yards and he had eight targets, well, you got to actually, you either, either got to target him more or you got to find ways to get him the ball. Um, I don't know. You got to set up things, more picks for him to get they the will. ball. I don't know. They will. Something. Believe me. They're going to have to. Let me run yeah. this past you. Let me get to get what you say on this. You watch that game. Everybody talk about the kicker and 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 deservedly so, but something has got to be addressed with the short yardage, man. Third and two, third and three, third and one, and we can't we can't we can't convert. First third down conversion we got was in the fourth quarter, man. That's got to be addressed. Period. And that, blank, you know, period, man. That's you know, what I'm talking about. I about. like Doug Martin. I like Jacquees Rogers, man. But these are smallest running backs, man. We need a we need a hammer. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, need a hammer for short yardage. Yeah, like like um, Gillisley. You know what I mean? That's what he there for. Gillisley um, ain't no bigger than Doug Martin. Man, come on, man. Okay, all right. Man, oh, oh, we we won't use him. Hard, no, let's man. don't use him. Let's don't use him. LeGarrette Blunt, who was your, that, your fourth down example. buster running example. back, and he was New England Patriots fourth down buster running back, and he's yeah, filling up the Eagles for the second time buster running back. And he get it done, man. I'm saying so I I, I understand what you're saying. Jock yeah, well, like he's like a two hundred forty, two hundred fifty pound running back, bro. I mean, as well. I like the two tight end set, you know what I mean? We don't really employ no fullback, you know, so the the speaker we run too tight, you know? And it's like the one of the tight ends, one of the other, you know, they substitute at the fullback. They do that, that blocking assignment. But I'm talking about running the ball, man. We need, we need help on short yardage, man. We can't be on the one and not get in there, man. The and Gillisley is 5'11", 220. On the one. Gillisley is 220, and your, and your boy Jack Wes Rogers is 209, man. 
No, it's a little yeah, different. I said Doug Martin is Now, my yeah, thing Doug is, Doug Martin is a knock, though, bro. That's what talk, I'm talking about, about those formations and, and, and um, formations, basically. We see a lot of teams now. They put linemen in the backfield. They put a big linebacker back there. They do all. They put a tight end back there in the backfield. Sometimes yeah, they have a tight end come out well, of the backfield. That's our little trick. They put a tight end back there. That's a blocker. Because, they, because yeah. a lot of these teams don't have fullbacks anymore. So they put a tight end back there as a blocker. And I'm yeah. saying, it looks like you guys going to have to spruce up your offense a little bit. Well. Yeah. yeah. They gonna have, hey, you got to change some things, man. Like, like 50 Cent say, hey, switch your style up and watch your money pile up. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. They like that four and five wide, you know? They like I know, that. man. I know, man. Ooh, hey, you can't go four and five went, wide when it's fourth and one, and it's third and third and two, third and one. I like seeing them, I like seeing them go three tight ends. That, that play where O.J. Howard got his first NFL touchdown last week, that was, three, that was a three tight end formation. You look at that. That was a three tight end formation. I like, I mean, I like that, you know, but I like, I what like good that. is showing that, what good is showing all of that up front if you can't be effective with, it? you know, it ain't no threat to nobody. We got to, I mean, we, we got to do better than that. We got to do better in that phase of the game, man. Short yardage. Short yardage and kicking is our problem. Nah. I think um, we got the pass protection down or something, man. Jameis was clean <laughs> for the most part all, all night, man. <laughs> Pocket you know, was beautiful, and you let that cat stand back there. I ain't gotta tell you what happened. You know nah, he can make some plays. No, he, yeah, he, he really can make, can make happen, some man, plays. If you got time. Yeah, but um, you said that y'all your problems are um, you you said your your problems are um, short yardage, kicking and short yardage, and kicking. Well, um, those are kicking, kicking. Kicking is more like a, a fatal disease to your team, man. That ain't no doggone problem. It's way worse than a problem, man. I, think, I mean, I think, I mean I think, kicking it, is like, it, that's, it's worse than a problem. Let's just somebody say, said y'all, something y'all, in the y'all on y'all third kicker right now. Uh, somebody said something in the barbershop, and I think it might be a little bit to where I never gave it no thought. You remember Matt Bryant? Yeah. Matt Bryant kicked him for some years, man, and he was let go. With, with all that, I mean, oh my goodness, man, I don't get me started with that. He let go Michael Bennett, he let go LeGarrette Blunt, he let yeah. go Donald Penn, he let go Key to lead. Think yeah. about that for a second. Yeah, man, let that man. Think you know about what I mean? that, and He was man. part of that. They let this dude go the day after he lost his little son, man, his little son passed away. I remember that. I remember you that. remember that? I think, yeah. I think it might be a little karma uh, uh, yeah. for, for, for all of that right there. You know, and it's a shame because none of those guys are here no more. Matt Bryant kicked 90%. More than that? I mean, that was a while ago he was kicking 90%. You check it now. I don't doubt that it's higher than that now. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, 90%? Come on, man. How you let this man go? You should have paid that man. Yeah, they should have paid him. But they should have paid a lot of people. Right? LeGarrette Blunt should have never left. Uh, Khalid Tlaib should have never left. I'm that, that was nah, well. Hey, it's still it's a few players there out was there some that circumstances are, behind a little bit of all of them. You know what I mean? But Michael Bennett, that was a few thousand dollars. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just bad general managing, man. You know, it really was. It was just bad general managing. And bad evaluators of talent. With him and Chiano together, man, they tore our team up, man. They tore our yep. team up. But we back. Can't hang you on back. That. You back. Check this out. Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. Go ahead. How about them Jaguars, man? You think they for real? On defense, they is. Okay, what I'm saying. I, I, I'm, this, see, that's uh, red. It's not defense. It's offense, defense, and special teams. Special teams. It's three phases of the game. I get that. But and I'm you saying, know what defense do. Defense travels like it did yesterday. Defense went to Pittsburgh and handled that. That was big, man. I mean, I ain't no lie. That surprised me. Blake Bortles threw for 95 yards. Did you know that? And how many attempts? Okay, um, I, I, I mean, I can look right quick. But I, I he had 95 yards. 95. I don't care. Look, man. Look, man. Big Ben threw five picks, and he still threw for 300 and something. That's just in that quarterback play, man. You can't, you can't have that. You can't have that, Dale. You know that. For that, went on like 181 yards. But Blake Bortles had 95 yards passing, man. They don't want him ever throwing the ball. Ever. He can't, man. And that's that's my point. The the Jacksonville Jaguars cannot win with Blake Bortles at quarterback. And it makes you wonder, how good are the Pittsburgh Steelers? And it makes you wonder, because I Definitely don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> he was, are that he was good. Eight, he was eight for fourteen. Fourteen passes, man, for less than a hundred <laughs> yards, and your team wins thirty to nine. The other team yeah. couldn't have been that good because you know you you and you know coming into the game, what is the weakest part of the Jacksonville Jaguars' offense? Ooh. Their quarterback. So what you yeah, do, you make, him course, back yeah. and, you make him drop back and throw the ball 25 times and see you know, he throw you three interceptions. Yeah, but what they do, they, they, 28, they, totes, 28 totes and 181 yards. And Chris Ivey, you chipped in, yeah, eight, eight totes for uh, 41 yards. That's five yards a tote. He put in uh-huh. some work, too. But Fournette, man, he was, he was man, he was on it. But yeah. they, got, they probably got the meanest secondary in the league, man. They got, yeah, they got a good defense. They got a good defense. But I'm telling yeah, they you, they got a good up front. Uh-huh. They, they, they all right at linebacker. They got a couple linebackers, but they they secondary is, is biting right now. Well, let's let's say this before before we get out of here. Check this out now. Um, um, Buffalo Bills beat Pittsburgh last week. This week, mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got Kansas City. They got Kansas City this week. And they probably getting ready to get another another uh, L this week against Kansas City. So now, Mike Tomlin's job is about to be, you know, and he's a guy that left his team in the locker room. Tomlin's going to sign a contract. He ain't going nowhere. They're going to have to be oh. real bad for all of that. Well, hey, man, you, you, you just lost the two of the largest teams in the league already. So we'll, let's, we'll see what's happening, man. We're gonna see what's going on with that, man. Yeah. Hey, man, we gotta get out of here, man. We got Damon on the line trying to get in here, and I'm I'm surprised he's calling me because he's a real Florida State fan. I'm really surprised. That's right now. That's too bad, I'm, man. I'm really surprised he's calling, man. But I but I'm That's but I'm too proud bad. of Dave, him. Is it, is it Dave? D- uh, Damon. 
Yeah. They yeah, Dave, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave, man. I'm sorry about that, Dave. We had to have that, we had to have that one, though, man. Yeah, we had to have that one, man. Hey, we had to be straight, man. We here every Monday night. Give us a call. You know it. Appreciate you. Thanks. Hey, Matt, we got Damon on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. Damon, what's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm going to get credit where credit was due. I'm going to man up and give you your congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I'll accept that. Thank you. And Damon, you know, um, I'm going to take, take this out, Damon. Um, um, I know I know how you must have felt when it was only like a couple, a couple seconds left in that game. When it was a minute 24 when we got the ball, I know you thought, hey, man, when y'all scored that last touchdown, I know you thought it was over. Because my, in my mind, I'm like, man, we got a long, we got a, we got a big, big hill to climb, man, to try to win this game. And uh, I'm glad we got Mark Rick as our coach because I just don't think, I don't think our last coach would have been able to pull that kind of win out for us. Yeah, they kept they kept scrapping, man. I, I got to give them credit for that, but it was a good game. Yeah, and, and, and what, what, more you, to come. Oh yeah, I I do too, man. I think I I think Miami Hurricanes are are going to resemble something of the Hurricanes of old. I mean, we we've, we've come they, a long they way. They got good still. talent, young talent too. Young talent, yes, yeah, good young talent, yeah. So I think. Um, I think we're gonna be all right, man. I think we're gonna be all right. Yeah, and 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 um and Florida State, man, they're in a little trouble right now. One and three. Um, and a freshman quarterback, true freshman quarterback, offensive line that really don't seem like they able to protect him that well. Even though they did protect him better on um on Saturday than they did probably the whole season. But that, that 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 team just don't really seem like they um they they meshing together very well. I know they lost their quarterback Francois, but you would think that they would be able to keep it going though, per se. My thing is though, they they were trying to get him in into a rhythm into the the game, but they need to turn and lose, let him run the ball a little bit more as a quarterback. He wanna run it. The current quarterback? But, yeah. Blackman, I know he's like a maybe 169 pound, but still, you you can you can get those little yards. When you say little, but, you mean like two? Yeah, that's all you need sometimes. You got passes and you, you can't make us. I agree. Now, Damon, Damon, yeah, okay. if if you if 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 you if you had something in your life. And you lost, if you had two or something in your life, and you lost one of them, and it meant a lot to you, you would really be careful how you, you'd be very protective and careful how you use that last one you had, because you only got one left. And I'm telling you, that's how Florida State has to be about their quarterback. They can't run him. They can't even do none of that, that, that veer stuff where you fake it down to the running back and the quarterback take off with it. Because they really can't afford to lose a quarterback. I mean, if they lose him, it's they really out of gas. Well, so I can see them. Uh, Constantino, he has some experience uh, when Jameis went down. But I, he I, hasn't I, had all that much. Maybe the same thing over again. 
I, I agree. I, I, I agree. They do have him. But apparently he's not very good if they're going to take a true freshman oh, and man. put him ahead of somebody that, that's been on the team for three years. And he couldn't have been that good because Francois beat him out last year, his true freshman year. And now this kid here is another true freshman. He beat him out. So that, um, that, 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 guy, that guy must not be very good, Damon. But um, I, I really think that um, Jimbo Fisher is going to turn this, turn this ship, man. I, I really do. And I, I tell you this, I think Jimbo Fisher has a lot of good talent on that team. He has. A lot of it is young, but he has a lot of good talent. I'm, I'm still surprised and baffled a little bit by Florida State's offensive line or lack of offensive line because in past history they've had really solid off, solid offensive line, Pro Bowl offensive now, line. I, and uh, like you said, previous years with Jameis Winston, he was able to stand up, but he was he was also uh, a big quarterback, and he's got to go and get like uh, more offensive linemen. And yeah, you're right, and, and and we know where they're at, where their recruiting is going going to be this year into the offensive line. Hey, Damien, you the last call of the day, man. You want to give a shout out to anybody before we get out of here? Yeah, I want I want to give a shout out to all the uh, breast cancer survivors um, this their month, and you know I got much respect for them. Hey, I, man, what a beautiful thing to say, Damon. We're gonna let that be our last words. Hey guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.